0: Hooper. Ballots it's on to the lefty. Tupou gets a chance to wind up. No look away for Marika Kurimbiere. Marika for try number two. The Wallabies win two in a row against the world
1: champions. Yep, that was the result from the weekend. The Wallabies have reclaimed the Nelson Mandela trophy, two out of two against the world champions, Springboks. And Mick Collis is here. Just one moment, Mick, if you just stand to the left a little bit. We've just got a truck to do a bit of work here. (laughs) A huge fan of you. In fact, I I derive my knowledge of the game of rugby union from you. A couple of weeks ago, we sat in this very studio, fresh from watching the Wallabies. It wasn't a great performance against the All Blacks. They have gone across the... and I, I, look, I, I can't even dig in the archives to sort of talk about our conversation we had. All I'm going to say is. Have they surprised you? <laughs>
0: Hello, Goss. Yes, they have. Oh, yeah, and, and I'm not the only one they've surprised. I think last week was a big surprise beating them. And then everyone thought that they must have taken us a bit easy, that they would come out this week, they'd fix all the problems they had, and they'd put, you know, they're not a big point-scoring team, but put 10 or 15 points on us. And it didn't happen. And, look, the Wallabies played great. And uh, I think we might find that the... Springboks, they were the World Championship in 2019. Maybe they're on a bit of a downward spiral now. So it was, it was great. I think the Wallabies played a really good game of rugby.
1: One man who played in that game on the 30-17 win for the Wallabies over the Springboks is Andrew Callaway, and he's been kind enough to join us. Andrew, congratulations. Um, Can you express to us, um, I'm no rugby aficionado, but the gentleman across the table is very much a official uh, rugby guru over here in WA, Um. He's more gobsmacked than I am. As a playing group, what's the turnaround? How's it come about? And thanks for joining
2: us. (laughs) G'day, guys. How are you going? Um, Thanks for having me, firstly. Um, Oh, yeah, look. I mean, I heard you guys say before that you were surprised, but I think, um, you know, as a playing group, and and I sort of said it during the All Blacks test and got a bit of a berating for saying it, um, the way I said it, but... Um you know we, we weren't surprised, I think we were um you know we we definitely weren't happy with how we um particularly finished those games against the all blacks but um you know there was lots of positive stuff in there and um for us, it was about uh keeping those sort of positive things, so um making sure that we didn't forget that we were actually doing some good things, but just tidying up the things we did wrong and I think um the weekend was definitely a product of that you saw um you know a lot of the line breaking in the attacking footy that we were trying to play against the All Blacks without as many um, errors. And the consequence of that was that we were able to score points and, and stop Springboks scoring points against us. So, um, you know, like as, as you guys said, it was a surprise for you guys. So it's great for us to be able to um, hopefully uh, restore a little bit of faith um, back in what should be a really strong Wallaby um, support
0: base. Yeah, Andrew, you've certainly done that. It's, it's Mick Collis here, mate. That The game against the All Blacks here in Perth, the second half, it was 21-20 to you guys. And you, you didn't play badly during that season. Do you think that you were a team playing without luck against the All Blacks? And then against South Africa, a few things actually did come your way, go your way?
2: Um, oh, it's an interesting one. I think I'm a big believer personally in you, you sort of earn your own luck and... Um, I don't think we did that against the All Blacks. I think uh, the, the sort of feedback that the coaching staff was giving us after every game was that we can't afford to not play for 80 minutes um, against a team like the All Blacks. And, you know, unfortunately, we probably lapsed for, for moments there in those, those three games, particularly that Perth game. We sort of had a, you know, a lapse of about 20, 25 minutes where you know they scored a lot of points and put us on the back foot and then all of a sudden you're chasing the game and that's where you start throwing loose passes, Um, and credit to the All Blacks, they capitalized on that. Um, Yeah, look, uh, I don't think it was so much luck as it was consistency. You know, we were just knocking on the door and sort of kept doing it. You know, it was like a, um, like I said, we we sort of knew we were doing some good things and it was about continuing to do them. And and if we did that and um, kept one eye on that and one eye on um, fixing up the other side, then we always knew we were going to be a tough team to beat.
0: And it's been a great ride for you personally. You came back for Trans-Tasman. You got picked in the Wallaby squad. Squad. You scored a try and debut. Now you're a key part of this team. Are you still pinching yourself?
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I call myself a key part just yet. Um, look, it's uh, it's been awesome. It's been such a, a crazy couple of months. Um, coming back from Japan and into, into Melbourne and then into here. So, um, you know, I'm loving every minute of it and, and just hoping that... Uh, Every Saturday at about three o'clock, I've got to or about five o'clock actually, I've got to run up and, and do enough to get a chance for
0: next week. I, I spoke to your brother Nick, and he said it's all because of him. All your success is due to him.
2: Yeah, of course he said that. <laughs>
0: now, mate, you're you're a winger, and traditionally the backs are the the people that the crowds come to see. But you've got a fella called Tani Latupo who is a front rower playing in your team. Have you ever seen anyone like him?
2: Uh, no, mate. Short answer, no. He's uh, he is one of a kind. And me like, just... I mean, everyone's talking about the pass that he threw, which is nothing short of incredible. But, you know, you look at a couple of moments before that, he's scrummaging, he's winning scrum penalties, and he's carrying tough through the middle and, and uh, making line breaks through. Some blokes who are no slouches, you know, there's some really, really big boys in that um, South African pack. So, um, you know, it's great. It's just great to see Nella um, really thriving because he's... I mean, we all know how good he is. Um, but it's about time the world really really saw that and, and started to, to seem the way we him.
1: Andrew Calloway, our guest from the Wallabies, fresh from another win over the Springboks. Of course, you've got the Pumas next. Uh, they got a bit of a touch-up by the All Blacks. So basically, the championship's over. The All Blacks have virtually got a grasp on it. But, you know, bigger fish to fry going forward, I suppose, for the Wallabies. And you just want to continue on this, uh, on this form. What are you expecting from the Argentinians?
2: Yeah, they're real. Five um, round, aren't they? Like they, uh, some again, some big boys, some tough boys, and and um, I think last year we saw two, or well, I definitely saw them two draws um, for the Wallabies against Argentina. So um, you know they're, they're going to be tough, and, and we're sort of well aware of that. And we actually haven't started the, the preview yet; we're still wrapping up the review um, of the weekend. But um, I've got no doubt that they'll bring a lot of what South Africa bring by way of physicality. But um, you know, I think they. Uh, they might use the ball a bit more and, and put us under a little bit more pressure out wide. So, um, you know, if I get a get a nod this weekend, I'm looking forward to the challenge.
0: And Andrew, probably the, the only bigger surprise than you guys beating the Springboks was the return of Quade Cooper. He's been a revelation.
2: Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't know if revelation's the word I'd use. I think we all knew how good he was um, and that's sort of attributed to by those 70 odd tests he had prior to, to these two that he's just played. But I think um, yeah, you, know, you know, for me personally, it's, it's just great to see a guy come back from overseas and um, you know, get a bit of um, a bit of love because you know, in a lot of instances, guys like that leave because they're, you know, on the outer or someone coming in that's younger and got more potential or whatever. I don't know the reason why why Quaid left, but um, you know, it's just great to see I'm, I'm loving having him back and in the group and um, he's such a great fella and Aside from the fact that he's um uh, he's pretty easy to take some money off on the golf course. He's he's actually <laughs> pretty good pretty good.
1: Fantastic. Hey mate, congratulations. It, it It is nice. I think we've always hoped the Wallabies can find some of that form that made them one of the absolute true sporting loves of many people, even those who don't follow rugby union but uh, know the Wallabies. But it's been a little bit time in the wilderness, but uh, fantastic. Back to back against South Africa. It's onwards and upwards and congratulations on your part in that and we look forward to seeing you uh, play with uh, pl- plenty more tests for the, for the Wallabies
2: and we appreciate your time. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me. And just a big uh, shout-out to everyone in Perth who came to the game. It was, um, it was an incredible atmosphere and uh, a shame we couldn't put out a better, better performance. But, um, you know, it's, it's important to note that the team really felt that and um, looking forward to hopefully another test or many more tests in Perth.
1: Oh, no doubt. Good on you, mate. Thanks, yeah, Andrew. Yeah, it was a great occasion and the, the stadium put on a, a great show. Andrew Kellaway from the Wallabies there.